This is Jack Bauer, and you're listening to the Who's Your Daddy Godcast. Question. You have them. Let's open up the mailbag in today's Godcast Q&A. Oh my gosh. Hello, 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 everyone. It's been a while. What are you looking at me like that for? Because it's been a while. It's been a while. July and August. We got a lot of questions. A lot of them were basically asking, hey, where are you guys? What's going on? Where's the show? We've been very busy with life. And uh, we moved Chris's parents next door to us. Part of our expansion. Which some of you guys, there were some questions about expansion. Yes, my parents lived an hour away. I'm an only child. It was hard to get to see them, so... We moved them next door to us. Yes. So they live next door to us. We purchased a house, one house over, and we've been renovating it and getting it ready for them. And then moving them and taking care of all those details at the same time. Trying to work on our house and working and all that stuff. We're on vacation. Yeah, for uh, a the first while. week of July for a couple of days. So we are sorry, but we are back yes. and we are endeavoring to hit this every single week. Yes. For you guys, and then let's get back on track uh, together. How's yes. that? Okay. Yes. So, so thank you we, for your patience. And we ask you to forgive us. Yes. Okay. All right. So let's get into it right now with the Who's Your Daddy God Guest Q and A. This is for July and August. This is for July and, and August. And August. It's actually it's for not, June and July. That's what it is. I'm sorry. It's for June and July. June and July. June and July. Wow. Okay. June. Summer's almost over. I know, right? Labor Day's coming up. Okay. Let's jump in. we got a lot here. All right. Okay. First question. Saved or not is the question. Okay. I recently did a search on Frank Sasso for podcasts and heard him being interviewed on a podcast called Renee Rome's Radio in which he talks about business and then changes gears and talks about Jesus. <laughs> He even made the interviewer cry because she couldn't answer his who are you question. Mm. She then sounded super excited and even did a follow-up podcast called Faith. Did she get saved? First of all, she wasn't crying, crying. She was. She started to get teary-eyed because she could not answer the question. She was starting to realize, hey, I can't answer this question. And the next episode she did on her own podcast was called Faith, where she basically summarized the podcast that I was on with her called Who Are You? Right. So. It wasn't like I introduced it to the Lord. Mm -hmm. She was saved. She just had a bad experience with the church. And, Mm. you know, so, yeah, she's saved. Renee is saved. Renee is one of my clients. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. she is saved. But she just kind of got like a little reawakening there. Yes. And you will most likely be hearing Christina on her show as well soon. So stay tuned Mm. for that. Mm -hmm. Okay, Rider Dog 85 writes in, This radio show changed my mind on Calvinism, post-millennialism, and theonomy, <laughs> and has set my heart on fire for the kingdom. Well, yay! What's theonomy? What the- I don't. Theonomy. Theonomy. I never heard of that. I don't know. The great thing about these views are that they're biblical and intertwined and connected. Glory be to God. His kingdom come and His will be done on earth as, as it is in heaven. heaven. I started listening to you guys in 2017 and have listened to every episode in reverse order back to 2012. Awesome episodes. Ooh, wow. wow. Well, thank you for listening, Ryder Dog. Thank you. It, it seems seem like. All right, Mikey Watt writes in, and Mikey Watt is confused. Okay. Thank God Christina did an expansion podcast to make up for the one he did. <laughs> <laughs> he must be. He, you. I must be me. I only got through half of his episode on the subject. He talked in circles and never made his point. 
Aww. Thank you, Christina, for explaining it right. I mean, blockbuster video? Really? <laughs> yeah, Mikey, what? All right. I'm glad you like Christina's. Okay, everybody's happy now. All right. Sometimes I have to translate for you. Yeah. Right? Either translate to somebody else what you're saying or translate to you what somebody's saying right. in English. In English, right. Even though they're speaking English. Right, right, right. Okay, friendly advice. My friend from school is gay. What should I do? Uh, Your friend from school is gay. What should you do? Okay, well, we'll make a couple assumptions here. I guess you're wondering... Should I stay friends with them? Should I talk to them about the Lord? Should I beat them over the head with the Bible? Right. You know, I guess that's what you're asking. Um, okay, so... Well, the first thing is that he calls him his friend. So Right. right if this there. person is your friend, amen. Because people who are in the world, no matter what their situation, need Jesus. And they need friends who are not going to abandon them because they're going to judge them on their lifestyle. So I'm not saying that what he's doing is okay, but I'm, what I'm saying is you have to love him because it's not condemnation that is going to bring people to repentance. That the scripture says, doesn't say condemnation brings people to repentance. It says kindness, kindness. leads people to repentance. Right. So you still want to be kind you want to be loving. You want to be like Jesus was. He hung out with the sinners, the tax collectors, the prostitutes. Right. He hung out with those folks. And he showed them compassion and love. It was the religious people that had a problem with it. So you just keep loving him. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Share Jesus with him in a loving and compassionate way. Say, Jesus loves you just where you are right now. I would suggest you listen to Joseph Prince a lot mm. because he's all about grace and compassion and love and how much God loves you. God loved us all right. when we were all still in sin. And he didn't qualify the sin as, oh, that's a really bad sin. That's not so bad. That one's really horrific. That one's, ah, that's not, yeah, it's barely a sin. No. To God, sin was sin. And sin is sin. You look at your own life before you were saved, and he loved you then, just like he loves your friend, and just like he loved, he loved the whole world. He loved the whole world, and he sent his only son. Love him. Pray for him. Yeah. Pray in the spirit when you know when you're not with him. Pray in the spirit. Look for those opportunities, and never be ashamed of the gospel. And you be the example of what a friend should be and what Jesus is and who Jesus is and God's character. Okay, next one up is Punchy McMustache. <laughs> the Who's Your Daddy team is the best of this generation. Whoa. R.C. Sprout-level theology mixed with ferocious Frank-level fighting skills. Ooh. Pow! I can't Pow. believe Frank Sasso is the same guy. Love you guys. Wow. What's R.C. Sprout-level I don't know. I don't know what that I, is. We'll have to look that up. Punchy McMustache. I like that name. Thank you, Punchy. Okay, the undercover elder. Ooh, I love these names. Three thumbs. I was born with an extra thumb. Three thumbs up for the ninja bear girl and their under king. No king but Christ. Ginger. Keep up the great work with Who's Your Daddy Radio and YouTube show. We all appreciate the really hard work and extreme sacrifices y'all... Y'all go to to make it all happen. 
what's your stand on abortion in terms of rape? No king but Christ, and by the way, the samurai rock, because everyone knows that samurai are more skilled in war than those backstabbing ninjas. Whoa, okay, all right, first of all, let me go right to the question, because I don't understand half of this. <laughs> Would you understand this? Th three thumbs up for the ninja yeah, bear so girl. Yeah, so nah, nah. So I'm okay with that. I got that far. <laughs> three thumbs up for the ninja bear girl and their under king, Ginger. You understand that? The ninja bear girl and their under king. Oh, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. I wasn't listening for the commas. All right. Go to the question. Okay. What's your stand on abortion in terms of rape? Abortion is abortion. Abortion is murder. Right. E you know, and even in terms of rape, you know, okay. So a girl's walking down the block. She gets raped. She gets impregnated. And if she has an abortion, most people would say, yeah, well, she, you know, she wasn't planning that. She was raped. It was totally unplanned. Here, here's the bottom line. God loves you. God loves you. And Jesus' blood covers everything. A multitude of sins. Everything. Right. So, are you basically saying, are we pro-choice or pro-life? Look, we're pro-choice, but we know what God wants. God wants life. God is pro-choice, right? He gave us free will. He gave us free will. But he wants you to choose life. He wants you to choose life. Now, what's, what's to say this kid won't go on to be like, I don't know, some great influence in the world for for Jesus. We don't know. But God that, understands. So that's our position. We're pro-choice because God is pro-choice. That's our position. But we choose life. But we choose life. There you go. So in our choice we that we have, life. we choose life. Right. That's it. And that's what God wants you to choose. Amen. Because it's to your benefit. Right. Okay. Next one is from Who Cares 1980. I'm most interested in their approach to current issues. It is clear that Christina runs the show. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, I do. And it goes unchallenged by her husband and any other person she had been on with. Hmm. This podcast would benefit from counter-argument, though. There are plenty of Christians who think differently from this group regarding the Word of God. You won't hear from them. The show consists of their critiques of the opposing viewpoint... But they pick the clips, they build the context, and they get to slay the straw man. Come on, who's your daddy? Take on the challenge of finding more Christian viewpoints. We all know that you guys agree with one another, but surprise us. Introduce us to challenging ways of looking at the world and current issues. You can do better. Well, here's what I say to that. Yeah. Because I run the show. Yeah, because you run the show. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> Apparently. I'm going to say what I want to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well... Look, if someone wants to come and debate me and we want to have a friendly conversation, I, I have no problem with that. But I'm not going to bring opposing viewpoints on because there is no uh, point to that if the truth is the truth. We're not trying to introduce people to all the different viewpoints out there. We're trying to tell people the truth. Right. So I don't really care about the other viewpoints do you no no i don't listen to the other viewpoints because they do a disservice to Christians. right exactly and if we had them on and we agreed with them then we'd both be wrong we're, we're providing truth here right so if you don't like our quote-unquote viewpoint then listen to somebody else who you like yeah uh, we're not exactly. here to debate issues right. we're here to tell you what the word of god says 
it's black and white, cut and dried. You either like it or you don't like it. You believe it or you don't believe it. That's, right. And that's your choice. Again, you have free will. Right. This is our show. We'll do what we want to do. Right. Well, Chris does what you right. want to do. Right. I'll do what right. I want to do. Okay, good. And you Who go cares along with it. it. Right. Man, All right. This there. next one is from Dirty Hippo. The authority of this podcast speaks for itself. What this podcast is to podcast is likened to what the mullet is to haircuts. Neck-breaking, awe-inspiring, which makes you question life itself. <laughs> I know the peeps at Who's Your Daddy may not be a fan of mullets, especially Christina. <laughs> but you have to give it to the haircut because it had the power to flip your world upside down and question almost everything in existence. <laughs> the soft-faced back beard spits in the face of normalcy and puts what should be on the front of your face to the back of your head. This is what Who's Your Daddy does to modern American culture. They challenge the fallacy of our nation with biblical truths, exposing the paradoxical beliefs of our secular nation brought forth through governmental propaganda. It's refreshing to hear truth presented in such a refreshing way during a time where relativity tries to change truth into something subjected to personal feelings and emotions. Praise the Lord and thank you for Who's Your Daddy. Amen. First time we've been likened to a mullet. He knows me well as far as the haircut goes. <laughs> Never had a mullet and I don't think I ever would. I and think they get a bad rep. You think that, well, if you could wear a mullet, you would. I would wear a mullet. I would have you a would mullet. Be happy I'd be happy to have anything on my head. I'm happy to wear a hat. <laughs> and I can't stand these guys that have full heads of hair and they wear hats. Cut it out. <laughs> We're on to you. It's not cute. It's not 1935. So a hat is just for, to hide baldness, is that it? For the most part. I disagree. A hat is our way of having hair. Listen, a hat is to keep your head warm mm. and a fashion statement. Mm. Uh, I don't agree. I'm not getting on this. Uh, all right, let's not because you're wrong. We have, we have questions here. Go ahead. All right, Texan ate my homework. This show is full of entertaining content with sharp analysis of events and theology-related discussions. The show is unapologetic, reformed, pro-life, and on the conservative end of Christianity. Don't let that scare you away if you're an atheist or you're pro-choice. If you're interested in truth, you must engage the best of that with which you disagree. The Sasso team are among the best of pro-life and reformed Christian content. Amen. Hmm. Well, but we're pro-choice. Well, pro-life. And that choice choice is life. (laughs) Right. We're pro-choose life. Yeah, we're for the choice (laughs) of having the choice to choose. Choose life. She's like, right. <laughs> okay, next up. Uh, thank you very much. Texan ate my homework. A Texan ate my homework. All right, Lemon Lipper. I told someone last week that they didn't know who they are, and they said to me that just by saying I'm the righteousness of God doesn't mean I know who I am either. <laughs> that it wasn't an answer, just a belief. Now what do I say back? <laughs> That's a good step, though. I like that you, you stepped out of it. I understand what that person is. If you're just saying something and you, you don't know what that really means, yeah, you gotta back it up. it's like, what does that mean? you kind of like left kind of hanging. So you need to find out what that means. Go back all. and listen to the Who Are You uh, Part 1 or Part 2 podcast that we did. This next one is from Tavio419. Two years ago, I was a Pentecostal. I went to work in a factory and met another Christian there. We would argue daily about the relationship between the Father and the Son. Then one day he asked me, Octavio, did Jesus exist with the Father in eternity past? I had never thought of that before. I so badly wanted to worship the true Jesus, so I prayed, Holy Spirit, show me what the relationship between the Father and the Son looks like. I went to the Word and it came to life. 
I repented for my sin, and I've been on my reformation journey ever since. My question is, how often should I ask forgiveness for asking the Holy Spirit that question? In Christ, Octavio. I don't even know that you committed a sin, but let's say you did. You don't have to ask forgiveness over and over and over again. Matter of fact, you didn't even have to ask forgiveness in the first place. All you're asking is, Holy Spirit, show me what the relationship between the Father and the Son looks like. That you're, you're inquiring about the nature of God, the nature of Jesus. That's an awesome thing. That's a good thing. God loves that. Oh, He loves that. He loves that you're seeking and you're looking for wisdom. Right. So, Octavio, number one, you don't have to ask forgiveness of that because you didn't commit a sin. And number two, you don't have to keep asking forgiveness over and over again because He already forgave you. That's you. Right. So, just to clarify a little bit, you, you've already been forgiven. The whole world has been forgiven. Jesus died on the cross to save the whole world. Everyone's sin in the whole world, past, present, and future, has already been addressed and taken care of by the blood of Jesus. The issue now is for us as individuals to accept what has been done on the cross and to receive it as a free gift. When we receive it, then we get all the benefits of that forgiveness. If we reject it, then we're still under the curse of the law. So you clearly have received it. So you've already been forgiven of every sin that you ever committed, what sin you're committing right now, and what sin you will commit in the future. All the sins have been dealt with. So you don't have to keep asking for forgiveness. Although God loves the heart behind it, yeah. you, you need to make sure that you have the revelation that you're not a dirty sinner. You're the righteousness of God. You right. were a sinner, but now you've been saved by grace. And now you're, you're a son and a daughter of the living God. Okay. Jacob Pip. Hands down... The best podcast probably ever in the known universe, explored or wow. unexplored. Yes, I am that confident. <laughs> wow. First podcast I ever listened to on a regular basis for good reason. Question. Mm. Why are there only two podcasts in the network? What happened to the others and what happened to We Identify? Mm. They all went away. Yeah. Jacob, they all left. Just to, to say, because life happens like it happened to us and, you know, things got really busy and overwhelming in, a, in like a physical way, like things that had to be done. So, but we're back. For a lot of people, they just kind of fall off and life becomes just too much and they can't do it or whatever. So, so we'll just build it again. We just start all over. No problem. People. I mean, it's not the first time. It won't be the last. We're still here. We're here. We're here. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Next one is from Dastrick. Christina was great in the last episode, You Are the Righteousness of God. She really broke that concept down for me. Why don't more Christians understand this? Yeah, tell me about it. This whole thing about being the righteousness of God has to be cultivated in the body of Christ. A lot of Christians don't know it. Mm -hmm. among, among other things that they don't know that they should know it's just it's just again we're just one of those things they don't burn into it they don't dig in that podcast was the last one that was up the righteousness of the righteous, one. yeah so the person that asked before uh, they were talking to somebody at work and saying who are you and then they said i'm the righteousness of god and then they really didn't know what they meant maybe that podcast would help that person oh yeah definitely so that was the one that was previous to this one exactly. that we're doing right now correct yeah, I don't know, Dastrick. That's uh, my prayer that the body, uh, they get their eyes open. I think it's because maybe in old religious circles, 
that false humility, like, oh, you can't say you're the righteousness of God. It makes you sound like you're putting yourself up there with Jesus. But Jesus put us up there. He said, we're sitting up there um, sharing the throne with him. We're co-heirs. Right. So, no, we're not Jesus. No, we're not God. But we are sons and daughters with the same father, the same relationship. When God sees us, he sees Jesus. He sees right. the same spirit there. Right. So. Amen. That's what it means. We're with you, Patrick. All right, Cody D. More episodes in caps. Mm -hmm. When are you guys going to put out more episodes? This show makes me laugh presuppositional, post-mill, and theonomically. Okay. (laughs) We got to go look up all these words that people are throwing at us. Cody, I don't need homework. (laughs) I'm glad you like it. We're back. Okay, there you go. Paul, Saul, same person. Uh Uh-oh. Does the Bible really expect us to believe that just by changing one letter in Paul's name, the S from to Saul to a P to make Paul, that he is now not the guy who murdered Christians? No! Come on! No! <laughs> that's not what they mean. Yeah, that's what it means. Because he changed a letter. That's oh, that's like, not him. That's like Superman putting on glasses and yeah. thinking like you're not going to recognize Clear him. glasses. <laughs> Clear glasses. <laughs> Not even sunglasses. Well, doesn't he mess up his hair? Oh, no. He no, he the, doesn't. No, he puts the curl away. No, he doesn't put the curl away. <laughs> Do you think that when he's getting ready as Superman, he rips off his shirt and everything, he has time to curl his hair? I think he does. He goes like that. No, he doesn't. When he whips the glasses off and he moves his head, that's when the S comes oh, out. Oh, it's and an it's S? Cur- yes, it's an S for Superman. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, all right, anyway, listen. Back to Paul, Paul and Saul, Saul are not the same person. They are. He was well, transformed. They are not. <laughs> Sorry, you won the show. I, I forgot. I forgot who I was for a moment. <laughs> yes, he's a new creation. He's the same physical man. His heart has been replaced from a heart of stone to a heart of flesh. He's a new creation. His spirit has been transformed. His spirit has been perfected, but he's still in the body that he was born with. So it's not like, hey, where did where did Saul go? Yeah, hey, who's this new guy, Paul? They actually oh. had a problem with him. Well, they had a problem with him because they knew him as Saul, and he was right. killing people and you know, <laughs> right. arresting people, and, and like they didn't want to let him in the house. Could have been a trick. <laughs> yeah, so that's what it means. It doesn't mean he's been he's like a new guy, like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Right. Right. Or the Hulk. Well, that's where it comes from. Well, although they are the same person. Who is? Well, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde are the same person. <laughs> and Bruce the Hulk and the is Hulk. the same. Right, so yeah. that was a bad so analogy. So Saul and Paul are not like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde or the Hulk at all. <laughs> really, at all. Forget them. <laughs> yeah, forget the Hulk and anyway. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Anyway. Yeah, he's been transformed. Right. Okay. Right. Shocked Dodger 220. I recently subscribed to PureFlix and canceled my Netflix account, but I find the content on PureFlix to be really bad. I mean, I don't want to sound unreligious, but I just don't see anything on there to really enjoy. It's boring, poorly made, and I don't know, just whatever. Does God really want me watching this crap, LOL? I mean, I guess the content is good. The messages behind it. I just find the acting and the value in general is just yuck. Is there maybe another Christian video service like Netflix that's better than this? Please help. I don't know of any. 
they are pretty bad. I, I, I just don't, I don't like I'm it. I'm with you. We're not, sorry. We're not fans. I'm we're sorry. We're the wrong people ask. I'm sorry, Pure Flix. I just watched the, uh, what do you call yeah, it? Yeah, you watched something. Uh, uh, it was on Netflix, Christ, though. It was on Netflix, The Case but for Christ. it is from Pure Flix. It is from Pure Flix, playing on Netflix. Well, no, but, because it was produced by Pure Flix? Yeah, but it's just weird. It says, how is it on Netflix? And what was the name of the movie? The Case for Christ, based on the Lee Strobel book. And you really It was great. I was very, I got very, I was very emotional at the end of it. Okay, it was so good. It was like one in a million. So you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. The Case for Christ. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I applaud their effort. We're, we're <laughs> waiting. I know there's a ministry out there. There's somebody out there who has the talent. Uh, there's somebody out there that has the capital. The experience. Somebody has the experience and the creativity and to make the right movie. Just because you have the desire to make a movie doesn't mean that yeah, you should make a movie. doesn't mean you should. Maybe you should be financing the movie, or maybe you should be doing something behind the scenes. Yeah, maybe or, it's just supposed to be a gaffer. Or maybe a storyboarder, or, you know, a cameraman or something. Right. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Shattered GLS 7-6, and a bunch of numbers. <laughs> Is God going to be mad at me if I see a movie like Avengers Infinity Wars as opposed to a movie about God? Well, if he is, he's going to be mad at me, too, because... <laughs> You haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen First it, but I'm going to see it. God is never going to be mad at you. He'll never be mad at you. He loves you. Especially for something like I'm going to go see this movie instead of this movie about God. I'm going to see The Avengers. Because there's movies about God that really represent him in a bad way. Yeah, really bad. So... I can name six of them off the top of my head, but uh, I was won't. Let's not. Let's not. I'm not going to, but I could. But... I, we haven't seen Avengers Infinity Wars. I, I told, can't wait. I told Frank he can go see it by himself. Thank you. <laughs> I just, I'm tired of them. I'm sorry. Why are you tired of them? Why? They just do the same thing over no, and over again. No, they don't. They do the same thing over and over again. I saw the one yeah. where <laughs> they all... Got together, I guess. What? Yeah, they, they all got together and what went to a restaurant. They were fighting and they fighting. Civil War. Was it that one, the first one, that when they were the all together? One. When they're all together, yeah, no, it was that just was the first one. Avengers. All right, we saw that one, right? Yeah. Okay, they were all fighting and they fought together and then they're fighting. They win. Oh no, this is too much. Oh, guess what? We win. All right, yay. Oh no, all this right. is too much. <laughs> like meaning, like oh, this is impossible. This enemy is too strong. Oh yes, but we win anyway. Okay. And then the next one came, and every time Frank would say, "Oh, I'm going to. I really want to go see uh, that new Civil War movie." I'm thinking. Yeah, that sounds cool. Lincoln yeah. and, no. you know, <laughs> Lincoln, like the North and the South. And then I'm like, oh, I always get disappointed. No, the only Lincoln movie I want to see is Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. Um, and then I would always get, great. I would always get disappointed because it was like, oh, this is that Avengers movie. So then we went to see that one and it was the same story. No, it wasn't at all the same story. Totally different. They were fighting each other. All right, but then they all got together again, right? They're no. all friends again. No. <laughs> the Infinity Wars, they fight Thanos, and then Thanos. something very bad happens. I found out inadvertently. In Infinity Wars. Yes. Oh, but I'm talking about the other one, Civil War. Okay, yeah. So they were friends. They are no friends. Not really. Okay, so then now they broke up. 
Yeah. And now Infinity Wars happens, they have to get back together again, right? Because they can't fight this Thanos guy without them all working together, right? Is that the premise? It's just a lot of fighting and spinning around and jumping up and down. Spinning around. It's boring! <laughs> you've seen one, you've seen them all. And you know what? Jesus loves it. I'm sure he does. He loves it. I'm sure he loves sitting there and going, yay! But I... I, I don't think he's doing that. I think it's a little boring. Yay! <laughs> I'd rather see The Darkest Hour. That's more my speed. Yeah, which was very good, too. Yes. He's not going to get mad at you. Don't worry. Go see it. And let me know how it is. Actually, don't let me know how it is. All right. Well, this, I don't think it's even in the theaters anymore. I don't, I'm going to... I'll get it on Redbox or wherever it is. Tim C77. Hey, can you guys do episodes on these topics? I would love to hear you guys talk about this. Okay. What? Why was Jesus so cryptic? <laughs> what are we to make of his claims? What role should emotion and experience play in our belief or unbelief? Do people believe mostly because they want to believe? And what about miracles? Okay, he was cryptic. All right, well, maybe, I think, maybe what they mean... Those are like topics, I think. Yeah, I know that, obviously. I'm I'm getting there. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) sorry, Sherlock, you're a 10 steps ahead of me. (laughs) I'm just saying, I think when he says Jesus was cryptic, cryptic, it was like Jesus kind of spoke in like, not in riddles, but in like, you know, like parables and... Sometimes he, he wouldn't just give a straight answer. You know, it was always like, made you think a little bit. Right. Like, that's what I think he means by cryptic. Oh, okay, maybe. Um, and what's the second one? Second topic? Second one is, what are we to make of his claims? Uh, <laughs> I don't... I understand... very basic, I guess. Yeah, okay. All right, go ahead. What role should emotion and experience play in our belief or our unbelief? That's a good topic. Okay. We should look into that. That one we could do, definitely do. Do people believe mostly because they want to? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. We can talk about that. And lastly, what about miracles? So we could call this podcast Tim's Queries. Tim's Quest. Yeah, Tim's, Tim's Queries. Tim's Part 1 and Part 2. Tim's Queries. <laughs> All right. Digital Stump 2018. I have the question... That will finally conquer Frank and Christina's grace and righteousness talk. Oh, boy. Oh, I hope they answer this. Why do you want to conquer it? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Really, dude. (laughs) Isn't it a good message? I hope they answer this question. Okay. So if Jesus died on the cross Mm -hmm. and spent three days in hell to pay for the sins of the world, Mm -hmm. then why would we have to go to hell ourselves and pay for them all over again? God is then, in essence, being paid for our sins twice. With that said, was Jesus' sacrifice not worthy enough? If that's the case, why should we care then if he died for our sins, if his sacrifice meant nothing at all? But it did mean something. <laughs> we don't have to go to hell we to don't pay have for to our go sins. To hell. That's the whole point. What are you talking about? That's going to end well, our go, righteousness. Read, read the first part again. Like If, God, if Jesus died for if our sins. If Jesus died on the cross and spent three days in hell to pay for the sins of the world. Right, which he did. Then why would we have to go to hell ourselves and pay for them again? We don't. However... Oh, he's talking about people that wind up going to hell. Yes. Okay. However, as I said in another answer, I'm just going to reiterate. Jesus died for the sins of the world. Every single person, past, present, and future, who will ever exist. Right. Every sin that would ever happen. Mm-hmm. But because God gave us free will... He presented us with that free gift. 
which we could either choose to accept right or we could choose to reject right if we accept the free gift of forgiveness then all is well and we go to heaven right because that's what you paid for it if you reject the gift you're still forgiven mm -hmm. but you you don't want any of the the benefits that go with it and you're still under the curse of the law and because of that you are doomed to pay for your own sins right as opposed to having Jesus pay for them Ugh. and because you have to pay for your sin you then have to go to hell why you'd want to I have no idea I don't understand that because I don't think people have a concept of what hell is I think people think hell is going to be like all the fun people are there and they're going to have a party it's not it's going to be utter torment Eternal, because number one you're going to have met Jesus oh and fallen in love with him, and then he's going to say, I'm so sorry, oh, I can't be with you. He's dreading it. Yeah. So that is going to break his heart, and those are the tears that are going to be in heaven from him. And you're going to be down in hell in eternal torment, knowing you could have spent your life, your eternal life, with Jesus. Right. And you're going to miss have missed that. Not only that, which would be the major thing, but then you're also going to be physically tortured. Yep. So this is not a fun place. Yeah. You know, and I'm not trying to scare you into accepting Jesus, but that's the alternative. Right. And, and that's not what Jesus intended. He covered everybody's sins. Right. So the choice is yours. And we're back to choice again. What uh, What was the second part of that? Or did I answer everything? Well, you're saying that God, in essence, is being paid for our sins twice. He's not. No. He's not. No. He once and for all done. His his sacrifice was worthy enough. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's up to us to receive it and accept it. And just for good measure, there, digital sum twenty eighteen, you didn't finally conquer our grace and righteousness talk. <laughs> the question. Okay. But thank you for trying. Yes. Okay. This is next one is from Lord of Cookies. Hmm. Where is Keith? I miss his still drone with. <laughs> I guess it's a compliment. I miss his still drone with Frank's hyper energy and Jesus in the middle. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just again, just people are busy. Okay, next. Nonsense. This is from Nonsense. Frank Sasso says he's the righteousness of God, and yet he owns a company that hosts a very ungodly podcast. I will not mention the name of that show here because I don't want to promote it. How does he call himself a man of God and still host this show? How does he explain dealing with sinners on a regular basis like they're some part of his family? Oh, my goodness. Well, you could mm -hmm. ask that same question to Jesus. Right. You because, sound like a Pharisee, yeah, you sir. you sound like a little... Or ma'am. Or ma'am. Oh, do you think it's a sir? I'm a, I'm, I'm a <laughs> human as a woman. It's the way you said the way, the way you read it. <laughs> mm. The way I read it makes me think it's a woman, actually. Oh, God. Listen. I don't know what to say. Should we follow you around and, and, and wait for you to screw up? What do you want? Me, what do you want me to say to this? Well, I think that it's, I just always am amazed that Christians take this position. It's like you never you never read the Bible. You never read Jesus's character. He walked around again. I say he hung out with prostitutes. He hung out with the tax collectors. <sighs> he hung out with the you know sinners. And the people that were indignant were the Pharisees and the religious folk. Right. That Jesus really, he didn't hate the people. He hated 
that religious spirit. Right. That was judging everybody and putting <sighs> everybody under the curse of the law that they couldn't even fulfill. Mm. So, yeah, give me a sinner any day. Any day. Because, you know what? One more person in the kingdom. One right. more opportunity to be Jesus for that person right. on earth. I'm not going to stop talking to these guys. All right? I'm the righteousness of God. And if you have a problem with that, hey, listen, nonsense. Don't listen, okay? If I offend you that much, stop listening. And here's what you can do. You can spend your time in church. Right? Yeah. Just stay in the church right. building. Only hang out with church folk and have a nice life. And I'll see you in heaven. Yeah. We'll we all have, be in heaven. We have non-believers in our life that know exactly where we stand, that have said to us, hey, you know what? You guys really live the Christian lifestyle. They know how they're supposed to be living. We don't hide it. Not at all. And they still want to be with us. Actually, I think the non-Christians want to be with us more than the Christians do yeah, because we say what we mean, we mean what we say, we're unashamed of the gospel, I'm not ashamed to pray with people in public, in private, and I am who I am. I'm not hiding behind anything. That's it. <sighs> if you don't like it, I'm sorry you don't like it, then hang out with people you like to hang out with. I'm going to say I'm not sorry this person doesn't like it. Whatever. You Whatever. don't like it, you don't like it. D -d don't listen. It's okay. You don't it's like right. sushi, don't eat it. And again, we'll see you in heaven. <laughs> yeah, see you in heaven. Later. Okay. And the last one is called Expansion. Yay. Thank you, Christina, <laughs> for a good expansion message. <laughs> What happened to Frank on that one? <laughs> I'm glad to see that you guys caught a bad episode and made it great. Aww. Amen. What this person says. <laughs> I'm glad you get such a charge out of that. Was that me all by myself? Yes, it was. Hmm. I don't even remember what I said. Hmm. Well, apparently these people do. <laughs> and they remember what I said or didn't say. <laughs> apparently. Look, we can't all be perfect oh. all the time, Frank. You try. You come so close. Drat. You come so close so often. But hey. Hey, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. As our buddy Tyler of the Poconos say, eh, what are you going to do? Eh, what are you going to do? <sighs> all right. So, well, all right. So next week, oh, who's doing a podcast next week? I think you should. Do another expansion podcast. They love that. They seem <laughs> Listen, to love it. You should do one. I don't know. Not on expansion. I think I need Keith still drone. Still drone. <laughs> um, they like me when I'm with Keith. They don't like me alone. Because well, he counterbalances your... Well, all of a sudden I can't uh, preach a message? I can't do a message? Can, but the one that you did was not your typical self. And uh, it came across that Listen, way. I'm I guess. happy. I'm just happy. I know who I am. So whatever. And who are you? The righteousness of God. But what does that mean? Hey, well, listen to a podcast. You'll, you'll see. You can hook up with one of these uh, listeners. And um, I think Miss Bella wants to do a podcast too with you. Yeah, I know. I got to talk to her. She's later. very angry at you. Oh well. She 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 told me before. She's angry at Daddyo, not me. Right. She's angry at Daddyo, which is you. Mm. And she told me that she can't believe you've been ignoring her all these weeks. Well, the fireworks have started. Fireworks! The dogs are barking. Okay, well, on that note, we're going to end it for this week. Yes. By saying this. Remember, we love you, God loves you, and, and Jesus, Jesus is, is Lord. Lord. Stay, Stay blessed! blessed.
Thank you for listening to today's broadcast from the History with God Ministries. This teaching is a powerful ministry tool that you can use to experience the power of God in your life. Thank you again for listening and for helping us reach the world with the love of Jesus. A History with God Ministries. Seeing, hearing, remembering. Until next time, remember, we love you, God loves you, and Jesus is Lord. Stay blessed.